Touchdown with Erin Masemola on the bench with local legends. Your questions, your heroes. Welcome to the Touchdown with Aaron Masamola. And of course, as many South Africans are so excited for the return of rugby in South Africa, we decided to shift the conversation completely and focus just on rugby as we get ready for the Curry Cup that will be kicking off soon in South Africa. Now, joining me is a Toyota Cheetahs player. He plays in the loose forward position, but most importantly, he's played for Martis as well as Tux and he's represented the Western Province and the Blue Bulls. And, and one other thing to note is that he's also played internationally as well. His name is Raniel Hichu. Raniel, how are you doing this morning? Hi, Aaron. I'm doing very well. Thanks. How are you, man? I'm doing very, very well. But I think I'm doing a little bit better than what you're doing. I know that the boys have got a little bit of a, um, sore bodies and that you guys have been going through some tough training as you guys are getting ready for the Curry Cup. How are the bodies feeling? Because that contact training must not be easy. Yeah, look, we've been getting through a lot of work this past 10 days or so, doing quite a lot of contact training. And you must you must think like, our bodies haven't had contact for six, seven months now. Now, just to... Just to get straight back into it, um, doesn't heal that quick. So yeah, but it's really nice. The guys are getting stuck in, and everyone is really excited just to be back on the field and doing the sport that we love. Ah, oh, that's absolutely beautiful. I think maybe just to touch on your career a little bit, the one thing that always surprises me when I look at great rugby players in South Africa like yourself is that you've got a very, very strong foundation in terms of your journey throughout rugby. I mean, looking at your journey playing for Martis as well as Tux and playing in the Varsity Cup, how important would you say that is for young rugby players in South Africa to get that exposure in a big competition like the Varsity Cup? Yeah, look, Aaron, I've said it many times before, but the Vastic Cup was massive for me. Like, um, it was very important for myself um, to just go and study, get a degree behind my name before I could play professional rugby. And um, the Vastic Cup allowed me to, um, to to finish my studies, get my degree, and then after that, um, I could just now I can just enjoy my rugby, play um, till it does. It, it isn't um, nice for me anymore. If I can say it like that. It, it, when the when the enjoyment is finished, then I can just go um, and use my degree and go work. So at the moment, I'm just enjoying rugby, and it's such a nice job to have. But then after this, I know I'm secure to to go into the um, into the real world and go and work in the offices. Definitely. I mean, you've got your plan B sorted, but at the moment, you're still focusing on rugby as well. And then another thing yeah. is you've also played in, in different parts of the country. You played for the Western Province at a senior level, but also for the Blue Bulls. Now, looking at that step from varsity rugby to playing senior rugby, how easy was that transition for you? Or did you face some challenges making that shift? Yeah, the thing was, um, I actually went to um, further my studies in Pretoria. That's how I ended up at the Bulls. I did my honours at um, at Tux. So that's how I ended up at the Bulls. And to get back um, to your question, the Varsity Cup really prepares you so well for, for, for the bigger stage, actually. It's quite competitive rugby. You can see a lot of um, Springboks, a lot of Super Rugby Curry Cup players coming through the Varsity Cup system. So it's it's actually quite competitive and it's really nice to watch. Um, so yeah, that, that prepared me pretty well for the... For the step up but i must say like um when you when you go to the next level the speed of the game just gets so much quicker 
And that's something that, um, that you really have to adapt to. Definitely. And then in 2015, we saw you make the shift to the famous orange of the Free State where you were able to join the Toyota Cheetahs. How important was that for you in terms of your playing career? You've now played in different parts of the country, but now you are donning the colors of the Free State. And how did it feel for you to join a big team like the Toyota Cheetahs? Yeah, that was a massive call in my career, I must say. That was probably the turning point because at the Bulls, I was sitting behind um, Victor Matfield, Erges Neyman and Jason Jenkins were just coming through Grant Hutton and Lewitt, or Lewitt was coming there. So I knew that there was such big competition at the Bulls. And um, if I come to the Cheetahs, maybe I could get more playing time, yeah? Because as a rugby player, you don't just want to sit on the bench and or just be in the squad. You want to go on the field and represent the union and um, make the... Make your teammates proud, make your family proud and just do what you love. So that was a massive step um, in my career and I'm really grateful for everything that, that happened so that it could turn out like this. Um, and then, yeah, it's such an honour playing for the Cheetahs. Like um, 70, 80% of the country's second team is the Cheetahs. So um, we've got quite a broad supporters base and everyone just loves in, like watching our brand of style. So, um, yeah, it's nice to represent the union like this. Absolutely beautiful. And then you then made the shift in around about 2018 to say that, listen, I would like to spread my wings a little bit and I would like to go and play some international rugby, specifically in Japan. You played some club rugby there. How was that experience for you? Because now you've grown up in South Africa, you're used to the playing style in South Africa, and all of a sudden you make this bold decision to take that journey to say, I'm going to play, I'm going to go and play internationally. How big was that? And also, what's the experience like playing in Japan? Yeah, um, I've always said that through my rugby, I want to see the world and um, experience different cultures. And when this opportunity came up, it was just too good not to take it. Um, the opportunity to go to Japan, explore a new country, see the different cultures and everything was so, so nice for me. And just to look at um, like the other players that was at my club as well, learn from them. We had Kieran Reed, the all that captain was at that club. Valida Rue was there, Joe Aplon. Was there. So there was really quite a lot of big names as well that I could learn from and just play with them as well. Um, so that was one of one of the reasons that I want to just go over there and experience the, an, another rugby. And then something that I learned from, from from the Japanese players was just that they don't know. Um, oh, they just work hard. That's all you can actually say. Um, they are such hardworking people. They never complain about anything. If, they, if you say they must do this, they will do that. Um, they never ask any questions. So the work ethic of Japanese players was really something that I'll keep by my side for the rest of my life because I really learned a lot from them. And it was also nice as a foreigner player, um, they have so much respect for you. Um, so they will listen to you. So it's nice to, to help the other guys if you see they're doing this wrong, just to help them write and all that stuff. So it was really a very nice experience. But something that stood out to me was the work ethic of the players. Oh, absolutely beautiful. And then, of course, looking at your rugby journey from being a youngster to playing senior rugby for different teams, now playing for the Toyota Cheetahs. In terms of the difficulties of sports, we know that sports isn't like the easiest thing for you to go through alone. I know that you have a partner, somebody that stands by your side, somebody that's there to support you through all the difficult moments. How important would you say is the role of your partner just to ensure that you've got a shoulder to lean on when things get tough in terms of your rugby career? 
Yeah, I know that's it's really nice to have a great partner um, by my side who um, supports me through all my decisions, like especially for, with us. Um, I went to Japan in, in the first year she, she came with, but um, yeah, she then came back to South Africa to come and work again because she's busy doing her articles. And um, yeah, we've had some long distance relationships that wasn't easy. Um, so yeah, just she's sticking by my side and supporting me when there's injuries and that's quite a bad time. It's like two times when it's really bad, like a tough to be a rugby player is when there's injuries or you don't get picked in a team. And that's the times when your partner has to keep up with you at, at home when you're grumpy and not really in a good mood. So um, yeah, she's been awesome in that regard and just supporting me and um, supporting all my decisions that I make. Absolutely beautiful. And looking at the lockdown, almost close to five, six months of you having to sit at home and just simply be with your partner. How, how important yeah. has that experience been? And did you actually see the lockdown maybe as a blessing in disguise to spend more time with your partner? Yeah, I know. It was really nice. So just before the lockdown, I actually came back from Japan and we haven't seen each other for like three months um, because I was there and uh, so uh, when I came back, she fetched me at the airport and we just went straight to the house. And yeah, I was there for, for the first two months of the lockdown. So it was really nice spending time catching up and um, making up for some lost time that we had in this last three, four months before the lockdown when I was still in Japan. So yeah, it was really nice. And um, it was also a very nice opportunity like to see um, how, how it will be one day, like if we... Um, it was a two-month two lockdown. We were just in each other's company the whole time. So it worked out pretty well. Um, it was quite nice just spending some time. And yeah, it's, it was nice. It was very good, actually. We trained together in the house. They tried all kinds of funny things just to keep busy. And um, yeah, so it was very nice. Oh, absolutely beautiful. That's always good to hear that actually the lockdown in, in a certain um, aspect was actually a blessing in disguise for you. And then, yeah. of course, now shifting the big focus to the fact that we have seen rugby internationally. We've seen rugby in New Zealand. We've seen rugby in Australia. We are now seeing rugby in England. But now we are fortunate enough to at least say that very soon we'll see rugby in South Africa. In terms of the squad, the Toyota Cheetahs, how are you guys feeling? Is there a new buzz? Is there a new excitement as we look forward to the Curry Cup kicking off? Yeah, I know. We are all really excited. I think um, I speak on behalf of all the unions in South Africa, um, all the players. Um, everyone is just so excited to get back on the playing field and, and play. Um, I think everyone has worked really hard. Um, not just the Cheetahs, I think all the unions and for this Curry Cup, especially the box being able to play, it's going to be a massive, massive um, competition, I believe. And I think if I hear, like, if I keep my ears open and stuff, I can hear the people also hungry to watch some rugby in South Africa. So maybe this lockdown was just what South Africa needed for the, for the supporters of South Africa to start appreciating the rugby again. And once they can come back to the stadiums, go out to the stadiums, support their teams, and maybe next year or year into we we'll see full stadiums again, like it was in the 2000s, in the 90s. So yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping this lockdown did for South African rugby, um, because everyone knows it's been quite a tough time, especially especially on the players, um, not being able to to train and for that first two months when we could back, come back to training, we had the training groups of four or five and sanitize everything and have masks on. And it was such a different world we were in. And 
um, now to just being back on the field, the whole squad together, training hard, um, doing, going back into contact. It's almost like it was in the um, back then, whenever we could um, play rugby normally. So everything is coming back to normal. Um, there's still like a few things that's different, but I think that's going to be the new normal for next year or two, having more on sanitizing everything. But um, yeah, it's really, really excited for this Curry Cup competition. And um, yeah, hoping the Cheetahs can defend the, the trophy. Eh? Definitely. I think you touch on the fans there. I think South African fans are incredibly excited to watch South African rugby because we have been watching international rugby, but there's nothing that beats some South African flavor when it comes to playing some good old rugby. I think touching on something that is incredibly important, you did allude to it, is the fact that last year the Cheetahs actually won the Curry Cup. So that means that there's an, an additional sense of pressure going into this 2022 tournaments we will be expecting the cheetahs to do well and the cheetahs will have a big target on their back because everybody will be looking to you guys as champions now looking at some of the work that you guys have been doing behind the scenes in terms of the great coach harvey's free has there been a, a sense of additional pressure and has there been almost a sense of you guys are focusing a lot harder to make sure that you defend the curry cup trophy and to be honest, um, we haven't actually spoken about defending the title. Like uh, for us, it's about just trying to win it again, um, mm-hmm. competing like the other seven teams. We're not going to put any pressure on ourselves to defend this title. Um, that that was last season. We've got quite a new, um, a few new guys as well. Um, who wasn't part of the winning team last year, um, especially me. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're just thinking of just going out there and winning it this year. We're not thinking of defending it. You don't want to put extra pressure on yourself. Um, but yeah, we um, we as a team we pride ourselves in the cheetah uh, in the curry cup competition. So we always believe we'll do well, and um, yeah, we're gonna go all guns all out blazing, fight for every game, and really try to win this competition. Definitely, and I mean us across Central South Africa are wishing you all the best and we will definitely be behind the cheetahs. Now looking at your playing career, I would love to know, is there that one thing that you would still love to achieve in your career before you hang up your boots? Yeah, look Aaron, um yeah, this obviously I still still want to um, achieve a few things like um obviously win a, another curry cup will be awesome. I've had one win in two thousand and sixteen. And it's always been my, a dream of mine to actually represent the Barbarians. Um, so, um, yeah, hopefully the, um, the opportunity will come one day where I can get the chance to represent the Barbarians. That's been a massive thing for me. I've always, I, I, I enjoy watching the rugby and when I see on the social media how the weeks go and everything, the build up to the game, it looks such a nice environment. So I think that's probably one thing that I still want to achieve. Oh, absolutely beautiful. And we will support you as South African supporters in terms of you achieving your personal goals as well. Now, looking at your rugby career, I mean, you've achieved so much. You've started playing rugby at such a young age. You went through the right channels. You went through the right systems to now play professional rugby. You've played internationally. And the truth of the matter is we've got many young South Africans looking up to somebody like you and saying that, you know what, I would love to possibly play professional rugby. I would love to go and play rugby internationally. What advice would you have for a youngster that is currently training and sometimes finds themselves caught in two minds as to whether they can do this? And they would love to hear a message of inspiration from their hero. Yeah, so um, 
And when I was at, at, um, at varsity, I also always thought like, after, after when, I st- when I finished my studies, am I going to play rugby and stuff like that? And I just had a motto at, at varsity, work hard, play hard. Um, so that just meant like working hard, finishing my degree while working hard or playing hard on the field and enjoying my rugby and stuff like that. So it was all about the balance for me at that stage and it worked for me. And um, yeah, um, when I finished my studies, I just thought, yeah, maybe I'll give this a go. And I just thought I've got a massive passion in it for rugby. I really want to play it. I enjoy the sport so much. And I just believe in myself that if I work hard and I am on the right place at the right time, then it will work out for me. And yeah, so if I can just um, give my advice to younger people, I'll say um, work hard. And um, if you want to want to play rugby, just believe in yourself and don't, don't be, um, don't regret one day that you didn't put in everything to, to pursue rugby as a career. I know it's not for everyone, um, but um, yeah, if you believe in yourself and you um, put in everything that you can, you will succeed, I believe. Oh, absolutely beautiful. It's always great hearing some words of inf- inspiration from those that we look up to. Raniel Ihu, I would just simply like to thank you so much for your time. I'd like to thank you for being such a fantastic ambassador for rugby throughout um, Central South Africa and also as a whole. And many young lads are looking up to a great rugby player like yourself. But most importantly, we are so excited to see you back on the park playing some free state for rugby again. So we wish you well and we look forward to seeing you on the big screen. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. It was a really a pleasure, a pleasure talking to you this morning. And um, keep well. Thanks for everything you're doing for the Central South Africa and keeping the, the, um, the listeners on the radio in the afternoon um, laughing and busy. And yeah, keep well. And it's nice seeing you again. Touchdown with Erin Masimora. On the bench with local legends. OFM Sport. The personalities behind the plays.